0: Last of Us, a game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Computer Entertainment, released on June 14th, 2013 for the PlayStation 3, and was received with critical acclaim and was enjoyed by many PlayStation owners, a story about a man and a young girl, Joel and Ellie, faced with decisions and outcomes that many, a player of games, Came to enjoy and was acclaimed for its storytelling acting by such actors as Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker, not only doing the motion capture but also voicing the main characters. Which later was followed up with The Last of Us Part 2, releasing on June 19th, 2020, for the PlayStation 4, the long awaited sequel. Then later announced to be made into a show by HBO and from showrunners of the HBO series Chernobyl. Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Third Party Control Podcast. On this episode, I will be sharing my feelings on The Last of Us show for HBO. It is over, it is finally done, all episodes have been released and I have watched each and every episode. What did I think of these episodes? You will find out. And I wanted to start off this podcast a little bit with my experience, a quick run of my experience on the games. I enjoy a lot of Naughty Dog's games. Uh, everything from Crash Bandicoot, from the Jack and Daxter games, to Uncharted, and especially The Last of Us. Probably was one of the games for the PlayStation 3 that really did push storytelling I feel really showcased like how you can tell a story really well and how it was paced especially with the first last of us for gaming and and not to discredit games that came before it I think what I mean by that is you have a lot of games that even came out in the old 8 to 16 bit games even 32 bit games back in the day bringing series that Involved a lot of story and storytelling and you were seeing that happening Early on in gaming and it just progressed with such titles as the Final Fantasy series going into the Metal Gear Solid series So on and so forth you saw how storytelling not only became a very important part in gaming besides the actual gameplay and the mechanics of games storytelling as the years went along became an essential part of gaming and for Naughty Dog's take on this, The Last of Us, you know, when it got announced and when it released, it was something new and it was something exciting to see a company like, not like Naughty Dog, you know, starting off their company and with games like Crash Bandicoot and Jak and Daxter, moving into a more mature, action-oriented game like the Uncharted series. There was a lot to be excited about with their new take of this post-apocalyptic world with showcases and gameplay showings at E3, showing what this game could be. And it looked darker, edgier, something that we haven't seen yet from Naughty Dog back around when it was originally announced. I remember playing through it and, you know, it it was an experience. I remember being enthralled by it, enthralled with the characters and finding out what's going to happen next. Then the sequel came out around 2020 and it had everything i wanted it had much more refined gameplay it just felt like that i could do more in it if that makes any sense but i won't delve too much into it i won't delve too much into the second one but i did see improvements in the sequel with the show that's what also made it pretty cool that there was going to be a show made on this but also a little worrisome because i don't feel there's a lot of game adaptations whether it's movies or a tv show that really worked you know we had some of those outliers we had some of those ones that did work but i think it's more nostalgia like the mortal kombat movie awesome it, it feels like mortal kombat it looks like mortal kombat I rewatched it and you know what it is it is, one, it, it is one of the better ones but I was I was still very surprised that like like yeah it was cool but it's like it's not great but it's better than the new Mortal Kombat movie so I guess that keeps it from I think that keeps it being better than anything that came after cause damn what was it Mortal the second Mortal Kombat that came out that, that uh, was it Apocalypse Mortal Kombat Apocalypse no that was a game was mortal kombat annihilation no that was a game too. shit there's too many fucking whatever the second mortal kombat was uh uh, after the the first one that fucking sucked and then the new one fucking sucked so nothing has been good since the first one so i guess it stays good and you know there was a really bad mario movie but we got the newer one coming out so hopefully that's good and then you know the sonic the hedgehog movie was better than i thought it was gonna be so that one was better But in the Uncharted movie, it could have been great, but it just didn't stick to landing. You know, so that was a bummer. Um, Detective Pikachu was cool. It was good. I was actually surprised with that. So I don't think people give credit for video game movies, but there are like really shitty ones. I never watched the Doom one, but I don't want to, you know. The Resident Evil ones sucked. I know some people like the Resident Evil ones, but I, uh, you know, they're not great. And the new one, hell no, I wasn't gonna bother watching those. But basically, track record on video game based media made into film or shows was not perfect. There there were there was horrible ones and there were some good ones, but something that really captured the game perfectly, I don't think we had any of that till recently. And I think The Last of Us TV show did a lot of things right, more right than wrong. And there's not a lot of wrong. I have very little, but we'll, we'll get to that and talk about The Last of Us show for HBO. Announcement of the cast. When this was announced, no, everyone had ideas of who should be Joel and Ellie. Like, that was the most important thing. If they don't have the casting right, then this show wasn't gonna work. And I remember, I forget the actor's name, but right away when this happened, they threw two actors in who were already in Game of Thrones, in a Game of Thrones show, and Game of Thrones was already over um two actors and it's not the we did get two actors from game of thrones but the first actor wasn't the one you thought it was when people were throwing out names right away this is what i remember seeing was everyone putting I don't think I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but as the actor who played Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones, Nicolaj Coster-Waldau, I probably fucked up his name, but basically Jamie Lannister. I remember people were putting uh, the face of his character when Jamie got captured in Game of Thrones. They put those pictures up and saying, he would be perfect as Joel. And then the other character or the other actor that they ended up, everyone ended up posting was bella ramsey who was in the game of thrones show as liana mormont and right away i was like "Fuck yeah she was a badass in game of thrones she she had scenes and she had great scenes she didn't have a lot of scenes compared to the other actors like peter dinklage or amelia clark or even kit harrington like of course she didn't have those giant scenes where she's in it on multiple episodes but with the episodes that she was in she was very impactful so when they said her as Ellie I was like yeah that's perfect I love that you know not that I didn't think Nicola I'm just gonna call him Jamie Lannister and not that I didn't think Jamie Lannister would be a good Joel but I was kind of like all right we don't need both Game of Thrones actors on here you know, we can have someone else who's not in Game of Thrones. Come on, HBO. You don't already have to have someone who's already on the payroll to, to put them on this new show that you're creating. Uh, but, you know, there was no official cast yet at all for for this show. And that was an important thing. Um, I don't know which came first, the cast or the creators. But I'm going to say that the they both were announced at the same time, but I think they... they Announce the creators first. One of the creators was on a good series that came out on HBO called Chernobyl. And if you haven't seen Chernobyl, you have to watch it because it was a historical drama miniseries that evolved around the Chernobyl disasters of 1986. And it did everything. It talked about like the cleanup effort and how it affected the the town around it. And it's it's a great show. So if you like The Last of Us. Make sure you check out Chernobyl. But, you know, when they announced that, I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, that was such a great series that, all right, it's going to be these people who are going to work on The Last of Us show. All right, this this is good. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. They also talked about that Neil Druckmann, one of the creators uh, who was one of the creating hands in The Last of Us, was also going to be working on the show, too. So I thought, wow, that's kind of, I feel... A little you know kind of good like to what extent though at the time i didn't know if it was going to be like oh his name's on it but they're not going to allow him to really work on it you never know when it comes to these type of productions and stuff but hearing that i was already like okay cool this seems like it's going in the right track it seems like they're gonna gonna take this more serious instead of just being like here's a video game there's a video game tv show we're making we're just gonna make them go pop pop boom boom zombies and shit. you know like that was that was the worry. But When they announced the cast, this is where it became like, okay, now we're talking because Bella Ramsey was cast as Ellie, the person who was going to play Joel was Pedro Pascal. And yes, I said we didn't need another Game of Thrones actor on here, but... At that moment, Pedro Pascal was on fire with the Mandalorian. And so everyone wanted themselves a little piece of Pedro. Um, but he's a great actor, you know, and, and that was cool. It was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is great. He's going to be Joel, Elliott, right? This seemed right. So it was exciting to hear the cast, the creators, the people behind it, but there's still that feeling of, is this going to be done well? Like the, ing- the right ingredients are in there, but you don't know how it's going to be until it comes out. It was leading up to it. Everyone was getting excited. Early reviews were, were glowing, you know, but I was always still kind of like, all right, are they going to do it? How's it going to go? And I have to say with the first episode, you know, I was surprised. I'm like, wow, they, they did it. They, it changed up a lot of more, a, a lot of stuff. It stayed more with Joel's daughter. You got to kind of sit, stay in her shoes a little bit in the beginning. You know it, what I liked was it had the same flow as the game, but gave you more to kind of digest. And especially the beginning of that episode, the beginning of the first episode. At first, I was a little taken back and a little like, okay, what are they doing here? But it showed two people on a talk show talking about what is the biggest dilemma for the human race and one was talking about global warming but the other person that was on that talk show was talking about fungus fungi and how what could happen and pretty much setting up the bricks to kind of like to to lead the audience into this is what's gonna happen this is what's going on this is what the infection is but for that first episode spending more time with Joel's daughter setting up characters I, I thought it did really well in doing for that first episode for that first episode. I think they, you know, my worries, my, my, my fear of, it's easy to kind of say things like, Oh, it, it was just a cash grab. They're just selling it on the name, but just the worries of not taking a property or, or doing the best thing you can do to tell a story of something that's already been told. And, and doing it well like not really taking the effort to do it justice and in that first episode it laid down all my worries and was like okay this is in the perfect hands uh, it is it is being done well and and that's what i could say about the entire series is is they did a phenomenal job but yeah a lot of great episodes a lot of things that they did that were changes and that's one of the also things i want to tackle is they changed a lot of stuff in this compared to the game but I, I think they did it in the perfect way that made it work for a show because there's a there's differences that w- things work for games for video games you can stretch your limitations of imagination more in a game and in a show again you have these clickers you have these infected like Jesse it's already stretched your imagination No I get it but like you also Gotta make sure that your audience is on board And believes what's going on too So there's ways of telling it Where it's gonna work you can push it too Far to where it's kinda hacky or jokey But you you also change Up things that that work In a series One of the things that were changed Was kind of I think mixed on fans I, I was I was a I was a bit like, uh, what is, what is this? But then like the idea of how it was in the game, it makes more sense in the show, uh, was the spores. I was a little bummed out because it would have been nice to have that bit of tension. Like, oh shit, there's some spores. Put your mask on more. They ended up doing that, like the nervous system. If you step on one of the roots or, or like the vines that like, connected to all of them. And that was the change up they ended up doing in the show. It makes more sense to me because in a show a lot of people were saying like well the actors don't want to cover their face it's like yeah it's it, it's probably it isn't part of that but i also think if you're realistically thinking about it if you're going out in the world any place you're going to go into whether it's a room or a, a, into a building you're going to have that thing on the whole time because you don't know if the spores are going to be around if that's another way of affecting you so i understood that that change um, again, if this was explained on those um, HBO After Things, you know when the show ends and they have a little after discussion, I didn't watch any of those. I'm not a big. F- I personally am not a fan of, of. I don't enjoy staying once the show is over on anything because I don't want to see those previews for next week because I like to kind of be left in the shadows. But also, I don't like. Again, this is, I don't like the end of the show discussions of decisions they made or how they went through a scene because sometimes I don't want them to tell me how I should have felt. Does that make sense? I don't, I don't want them to tell me how, how to feel or how I should have felt or how they wanted it to to go. I like experiencing not only film or games or or writing or any, any, any art, whether it's a painting or a book, I like to see what I get out of it, my feelings toward it, whether it's right or wrong. I'd rather, I'd rather come up with my own reasoning or, or feeling on, on it. And then sometimes you hear what, what they actually, actually thought. And it's when it aligns with yours, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm fucking smart kind of thing I don't know I think it's you can take it both ways some people like to be told what to think or or how they should have felt on something I don't I personally don't like that but also I don't like to get spoiled for the next week I just like to be surprised but anyway that's so if they did explain why (laughs) why they didn't do the spores I didn't hear any of that so maybe they already explained it I'm just sharing what I thought about it but that's how I felt uh, 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 why they took the spore thing out which was fine after a while I, I got over that pretty quick once they, I think it was like either episode three or episode four, where they explained the kind of nervous system root kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I thought it was just kind of a, a, a thrown out. Um, ah, we're just going to change it to here just to kind of make the fans be okay with what we changed. That, that's what I thought it was, but it's wrong. Also, one of the other things was um, Bill. They did, uh, they changed up how that story was told with Bill which was played by the awesome Nick Offerman. But that was a great episode with Bill, which was different from the game because you Ellie and Joel encounter Bill. Bill helps them out because Bill was already set up in the game. And then we knew about Frank. And then we knew that Frank killed himself. Because I think if I remember, again, I haven't played the first game in a long time, but I think he got infected. He killed himself. But in that, he talked about how bill and frank got in an argument and he went off but then later in the game you find out oh uh, bill was gay uh, and frank was his partner in the show they change it up where you find out how bill and frank meet you find out how uh, bill knew joel how he knew how how he survived they did this whole thing where it was basically a whole episode about bill and frank and i thought while watching that episode, I'm like, "This is awesome! Um, this is another way of following the game, but giving something new to the fans." Because look, you were gonna have people who never knew who, the, who don't know what The Last of Us is, and are just watching the show, and you were gonna have fans, right, who already knew what was going on. But I liked how they were changing things up to also keep fans on their toes. Like, are they changing this? Are they moving this? So when you're hearing, when you're watching this, and it's really stay, staying with Bill and Frank throughout this episode you're like oh okay we're finding out how this happens so in that episode when the raiders attack and bill gets shot and he and he tells frank contact joel joel he'll he'll take care of you he'll take care of you and then he kind of passes out and the next thing we see is an old version of bill an old version of frank as a fan i was like they're fucking with us right now bill is still shot he's just like in a fever dream like he's gonna survive this he's in a fever dream he's thinking about what's going on because when that story is going on there was some sort of disease that frank had and then he told bill hey i kind of want to you know go out like die uh kill myself like overdosing i think was it uh, sleeping pills i forgot what it was what kind of drug anyway all that was going on and i thought they wouldn't be that old by this time and anyway already as a fan i was like okay this is how we're gonna find out the argument between frank and bill and what separated them in the game so we're are they're already gonna set that up so i was excited to to um see that twist of like no he's in a fever dream and then after he wakes up right now him and frank are gonna get an argument he's gonna tell him to get the fuck out of here because he knows he's gonna lose him he gets too overprotective yada yada yada. and then you find out no it was fucking real and that was that and then you know joel and ellie get there and you know they still get the truck because because bill knew that they were gonna get there and you know whoever reads you know i think he leaves the note and says whoever reads this but i know it's going to be joel you know and, and they still get the truck and they still leave a co-worker of mine said the exact like the perfect thing he's like even though it was different it still led to them getting the truck and leaving because that's what happens in the game and this is what happens in the show so yes it's different but it still follows it it still pays homage to the original with giving you something different and i fucking love that because not only did i think it was going to be a twist but the twist still got back at me because it was the actual thing so whether that was their intention or not they they fucking did it like i was i thought it was going to be one way then it fuck reversed and it was it was a great episode it was a fantastic fucking episode and nick offerman fucking kicked ass he he was great he 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 did so good um To the point where even, but like, I was so bummed because I was like, oh man, I want more, more, more Bill in this, man. But we still got way more Bill than we did in, in the game. So yeah, episode three was phenomenal. I think everyone really liked episode three. As the series was going along, it was keeping, I think that that's the most important thing is it was keeping the same feeling and, and. And pace as the game but giving more to to a fan of the game and again yes I, I say things like don't give us don't give fans what they want give us something we didn't know we wanted but that's what the show was doing it was giving us stuff we didn't know we wanted and we were loving it even with the the change up of uh, when Joel and Ellie meet Henry and Sam they changed that up to having Sam a little bit younger then Ellie, and, and also being deaf with his brother, doing sign language with each other and communicating that way. And then the storyline with a, a newer character, Kathleen, and and these, they, at first it was like confusing, like what's going on here, but they kind of tell the, the, the story out. You know, they, they changed that aspect from the game, but like added something new to it. And I, I think this was also something I liked about the show. As much as I, I didn't want to use the term zombies, it's, it's going to be a common term that people use. So they're like, there wasn't enough zombie stuff, which is clickers, but there wasn't enough that stuff. And even talking to, to people who were fans of The Last of Us were like, man, they better, they better fight a bloater. And I'm like, is that realistic, though? Do you really want that? He's like, well, you do in the game. I'm like, dude, a game is different than a sh- than a movie or a show. It has to be told in a certain way that works for it. It works for a game. Like I said, it stretches your, your belief more in a game. You accept it more, but it could really fuck up a show. And that's what I was telling people. It's like, you don't want that. And it wouldn't make sense because if Joel took out, a, I think they're called bloaters, then you're just like, then what the fuck does he have to worry about? There's nothing he has to worry about. But they did have a bloater in, in the episode. Joel doesn't take it, take him on, but there is one. And I thought that was that was a better way of doing that was doing it that way where you see the, the menacing threat it could be and that no one was able to take him down. Not even dudes and their machine guns and you know, they they couldn't even take this giant massive thing down. So that, that was, uh, that was great. But also there was a lot of people going there. Well, there's not enough problem. There's not enough stuff with the clickers or the zombies. And I was like, well that like, are we, I think that was the huge problem with, for me, the walking dead show, because again, I was a fan of the comic, a fan of uh, Robert Kirkman's The Walking Dead. But I felt like the show was just giving into what fans wanted. And I just noticed they have really, really focused on zombies more. Where if you read the... I wouldn't be one of those guys. If you read the book, um, you know that the threat more is the people. And that's what they did on, in The Last of Us. They didn't really focus on that threat. People were already used to how they had to deal with the infected and also deal with people who got infected. So that isn't the threat anymore. I mean, the threat is, yes, they are going to turn and they could kill other people or infect other people, but really shows that how people were the threat as well. And I think The Last of Us did that way better than The Walking Dead, but The Walking Dead became so popular that they were just catering to fans that wanted to see gory zombie guts everywhere. And don't get me wrong, I love that shit. That shit is awesome. But I think it really got away from what the important was in the story of The Walking Dead. And I kind of fell off. I know people love it and that's great. That's awesome. It, just, it stopped being anything for me when it came to that. But I think for me, The Last of Us handled it better. And it didn't. They weren't the threat. People were the threat. Um, but I also heard a lot of people saying like yeah but n- we, we're not encountering them as much and I think I kind of understood what they meant by that it's like they kind of stopped appearing toward the end because there was bigger threats and I get it but I'm still happy they didn't focus on it because we could get into that problem <laughs> was coming they were going to do the left behind dlc of ellie's story in the show it's part of the story which is what the show was able to do but you find out about riley and ellie and their their story together and their friendship and how riley joins the fireflies and this is going to be their last night hanging out and everything so far you know what the outcome is going to be they're following the story, of the main story of The Last of Us, perfectly. You knew what was gonna happen to Henry and Sam, you know, you knew what was gonna happen to Riley and Ellie, but that moment where, where Ellie and Riley share that moment together, where they like, you know, they, they have the little dance and then they kiss, just like the game, that's like a touching fucking moment, where the show, again, fucking captured it so well. That this was something I felt at that moment. Like, cause it was so heartwarming that two people with everything they've experienced, the world they live in, like a moment of, of, of happiness. And like, but also I, I want to stress sometimes in, um, in anything, a movie, a book, a video game, sometimes you're like, oh man, I wish I never watched that so I could experience this again like the first time and I think that's what this show fucking nails this show nails for me the first time ever feeling like I'm feeling what I felt the first time playing through this game I've never felt that in anything you get what I'm saying? like when you think like man I wish I, I could experience this game another time or experience this movie for the first time again and I th- this is what this the, the last of a show did which was make me experience this for the first time again and that's crazy right because even though I knew what was going to happen it still made me feel the way I felt the first time and I think that's the praise I could give the best praise I could give this this show so far I've been giving praise to everything in this series but two things episodes eight and nine I didn't hate them but i felt like it went so fast man like episode eight felt like man we're okay we're done boom and episode nine felt the same way you know then they were like 40 41 45 minute episodes not not any different from like the last couple but it just felt so rushed and not I don't want to say in a bad way but I don't know I wish I wish episode eight and nine could have been stretched out a bit more and maybe been like eight nine ten maybe one more episode to kind of just i don't know that that's one of the the major complaints i had one thing though i'm i'm not, I, I wasn't upset about was that uh beto's homeboy troy baker his comrade uh was in the show as james one of the people that was with David but I guess in the show you can kind of call follower because there was kind of like a religious religious uh, 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 take to his character compared to the game itself but it still again followed very closely um, to the source material of the game with the same outcome but uh, you know done really well really well and and Troy Baker great actor great voice actor you know um, it was cool to see him in there You know, it was cool to see him fucking get, (laughs) fucking die, which was neat. But, uh, uh, but that was done well. And then, and then we get to nine, we get to, to episode nine, the final one. And if anything, this was my biggest problem. I didn't like this. Ashley Johnson was in this episode and she played Ellie's mom, which I liked. Actually, I was like, cool. She's her mom. You know, and she's pregnant, and I'm like, why is she running? And when that was happening, I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 please don't do this. And again, I do not... Look, Ashley Johnson did a great job. I fucking think it was a great idea to have her as, as Ellie's mom. I hate, I fucking hated that we know why Ellie is immune. You know, while this happened and, and she was running away from a clicker or one of the infected, she gets bit. She's pregnant. She's in labor. She gets bit, cuts the umbilical cord. And I was really hoping that wasn't going to happen. I just I hate the idea. There's The reason I hate the idea of that is because I don't think the I don't think it's important to know why Ellie is immune. I think the importance of the story is not that. Yes, the reason they're taking her from point A to point B is to find out why she's immune or to find out why she can't get infected. But I don't think it's important for the story to actually know. And again, I, I was always telling people, like, you can't compare it to the game. But uh, I'll be a. I'll, i'll be a hypocrite here and say like it wasn't important for us to know in the game i don't think it's important for us to know in the show and you could tell me that well maybe that works for as a narrative but also i don't i really don't think it's important to really know or at least kind of make it be maybe that's why but we're not 100 percent sure but then that's why i said i watched the end of the thing because they do say that's the reason why she I guess Neil Druckmann told the showrunner about it and he said we gotta put it in the show yeah I didn't like it I don't. I just don't think it's necessary I really didn't think it was necessary awesome that Ashley Johnson was Ellie's mom I would have fucking loved I would have loved to seen a, at least maybe something different where you see that she's pregnant with Ellie and you know Marlene and you just see their relationship because in the game it does say like she knew her mother and that was it but I don't, I honestly don't, to me it, it wasn't important, it, it's not important to know that. I don't think it's important, I think it, I don't think it's important to know. Because they don't know, who fucking cares? Joel will never know, Ellie will never know, Marlene probably knows. Well, yeah, well, Marlene would know. Marlene knows that a, a pregnant woman who gets bit is gonna have a child who can't get infected. How the fuck is she not gonna tell somebody that? Ugh fucking hate it I did not like it I, d- I don't want to say hate hate's a strong word I just was not I, I just don't think it was important agree with me or not you don't have to agree with me the story about Joel and Ellie is what's important but I like seeing Ashley Johnson she was fucking great she was great it was it would have been cool if it was something else instead of that man it just out of everything in the fucking show even though I knew how it was gonna go it, that was the most predictable, disappointing thing. Like I fucking knew that was gonna happen. I don't know, I'm just whining about it now. But when, when it's all said and done, even though I didn't like that aspect, even though I didn't like that thing, and it was a minuscule thing, it's such a minuscule thing, it doesn't take away with how this, the last of a show, did something that I think from here on out other types of media based on games kind of need to live up to or or you can this i think it's a way of like showing showing hollywood that like hey dude we you can do these things and do them right you you don't just have to be like oh fuck it it's just based on a video game just fucking here's two dollars do your thing Right. Like if the time investment, I mean, the story was already there. They took the story that was already there, expanded on it, but didn't take away a lot from it and they did it. This just shows how, I guess if you just take the source material serious and try to tell a really good story, you can get something that is equal to the source material without jeopardizing anything. Yes, there were changes. Yes, there were things that weren't done that were in the game, but I think if you hit the core of what it is, that's what matters. And I don't know if it has a lot to do with Neil Druckmann's involvement. You know, I, I really hope, it seems like he was he was involved so much in it. Is that the secret sauce? You know what I mean? Is that the secret to the secret sauce? Is that what will help if if these creators Go hand in hand with the people who worked on the game, like to get the most out of it. Is that what it's what it's going to take? Are other studios going to allow that to happen? Like this is just a launch launch pad forward into what we can expect, hopefully, in the future of media based on games that aren't a video game. You know, it just they they did it. They did it well. And I really got to give it up. Not only, you know, Pedro Pascal, he did great. He did a great job as Joel. I really liked his betrayal, but I got to give it up to Bella Ramsey. She was from the the moment when fans, when fans were like, oh, this should be Ellie. I was like, yeah, I was on board. And when the, it was official and she was Ellie, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Dude, she was the best part. And, and to everybody, she was the best part of the show. I think going forward, it's going to be a lot of whether it's a TV show or a movie based on a video game will be compared to the last of us. And you know what? It's fair because I think this is the first time where we got something, not only that made me experience it again, but in a different format, in a different medium and feel the same way and have that experience again. Who else has done that? Nobody. Nobody. So these other projects, these other things that are based on games. They're going to have to live up to what The Last of Us did. And what they did was far and above beyond what I was expecting. And oh, before, before, before I forget, here's the thing. What Pedro did, what Bella did. Look, Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, they, Joel and Ellie. They were Joel and Ellie with Bella Ramsey and and Pedro Pascal they were those characters but they were their own characters they're two different ones one is not better than the other they made those characters their own does that make sense they stayed true to what they were but made them unique to where it was their characters their their Joel their Ellie so it didn't contradict with each other it wasn't You know, Bella Ramsey trying to play as Ashley Johnson's Ellie or vice versa with Troy and and, and Pedro. They were their own unique versions of those characters, but being true to them. just glad that they it there was a show that was made on The Last of Us because The Last of Us was very story driven. I'm glad it was done. I'm glad it was done well. I'm glad it was done not only for people who never experienced The Last of Us but also for people who did experience The Last of Us still gave us enough new to surprise even us. And I think that was one of the things I was really excited about because I remember finishing The Last of Us for PlayStation 3 and going, man, this, this was great. This was such a great story. I wish other people can experience it. I was thinking, man, I wish my, my mom would really like this story. My dad would really like this story. My sisters would really like this story. But they're not going to play a game. And I always felt kind of bummed that people who were non-game fans couldn't experience The Last of Us. But now they can. And I think nothing was lost. They could watch this show. They will have the same experience I did. Because that's what was perfect about this show. It stayed true to what the source material was. And it stayed true to who these characters were. And what they became at the end of their journey. The Last of Us is a triumph. Not only in storytelling... But in the way that games are betrayed in media going forward.